Welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on this episode, we chat to three-time Juno Award-winning singer-songwriter David Francie about coming back to music after an enforced layoff. Now, David Francie was all set to head out on an extensive tour to promote his 2018 Juno-nominated album, The Broken Heart of Everything. Well, his doctors told him that he had to take a break and cancel all of his tour dates because he really needed to protect his voice. Well, the good news is that with a bit of help from his other creative outlet, his visual art, and he's a really good visual artist as well, he got through it and he's back on the road this fall. We also check out more of the new music we've received, and this time around we hear from Ariana Gillis, Den of Ashes, Sussex, Emily Muir, and Jessica Ray and the Ramshackle Parade. And we're starting off with this song. This is Dale Boyle with Railroad Vine. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jano. Running like the wind And yet some days can feel so long As I till the soil as dry as bone There's something about this stretch of land It's like a movie scene to me Everything just falls in line Like flowers along a railroad track their homes and tears their skin One drop of rain and the going on Keep the window closed the curtains drawn You can weather the storm if you choose But I'll walk seeing the rain to the clouds breaking full in like flowers along the railroad It's cold 
remember now as we leave the fall The harvest fields await their call Under shorter days in a bed of snow Like a slate of stone when nothing can With a will as strong as Kelly's hands The hard times we'll receive And everything will fall in line Like flowers along a railroad fine
same until you hold the key. Drove into Easy Town, the streets rolled up at night. I saw you standing there beneath the red door light. Some people stared, others moved away I can make this happen quick Or linger on for days Sometimes I wear a hat It's only a disguise I keep it pulled down low So you can't see my eyes Change my mind Others kick and scream Some they tried before their time But most come quietly Don't ask me questions I'm not a man of words I walk the streets of silence In my solitary world Yeah. Uh-huh.
Hi, this is Lizzie Hoyt, and you are listening to the fabulous Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. We started off the hour with Dale Boyle with Railroad Vine, a duet with Annabelle Zvostek from his new 20-song anthology, Rewind. That song also features the Bombadils' Sarah Frank on fiddle and Luke Fraser on mandolin. Now, Rewind is a great album and the perfect introduction to an excellent songwriter. We'll definitely have more on a future episode. And talking of excellent songwriters, we followed that with Ariana Gillis, with the feeling of empty from her wonderful new album, The Maze. And finally, from California, it's Ash Beck as Den of Ashes, with a little bit of Western folk rock on the wonderful Easy Town from his first full-length album, California. And there's definitely a little bit of a John Stewart sound in that too. And in the background, it's John Brooks with the reprise instrumental version of When We Go. From Mothna Rust 2, his fabulous new reimagining of his 2009 solo album Mothna Rust. This time around with his new band, The Outskirts of Approval. Now we included an excerpt from a great interview with John on episode 461 of Fogrids Radio. Well, we've just released the full interview to our website. And running to nearly an hour, it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you love great songwriters. And talking of great songwriters, David Francie joins us to talk about being forced to take a break to rest his voice, and finally getting back on the road again. But before that, from his latest album, The Broken Heart of Everything, this is David Francie with Walking in Jerusalem. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm John Hall. Enjoy. Shine for all to see Walking in Jerusalem just like John It'll shine on you and me Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John Some come sick and some come lame Walking in Jerusalem just like John 
All come walking in Jesus' name Walking in Jerusalem just like John We'll be walking the best we can Walking in Jerusalem just like John Every woman and every man Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready, I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John Cedar box from a cedar tree Walking in Jerusalem just like John And will you dance and will you sing Walking in Jerusalem just like John Gonna fly to heaven on the cedar wings Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready That's David Francie with Walking in Jerusalem from his Juno-nominated 12th album, The Broken Heart of Everything. It's another beautiful and timeless collection from the three-time Juno award-winning singer-songwriter who will be playing live in Ontario this fall. To chat about his music, visual art and upcoming tour dates, we're pleased to welcome David Francie to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you today, David. Oh, you as well, John. I very much appreciate you calling. Thanks so much. Well, I'm so pleased to see that you're actually on tour, not just in Ontario this fall. You'll also be at the Deep Roots Festival in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. <laughs> well, yeah. It late in September. And then I gather you have an Irish bus tour, which does sound <laughs> very intriguing. <laughs> I know, when it's said like that, it sounds a wee bit sketchy, but it's actually the greatest time I have all year. Uh, yeah, I got 22 fans on a bus, and we tour around Ireland, we see beautiful things in the daytime, and then we listen to tremendous Irish music at night, uh, every night, and it's just a, an absolute joy, great time, and uh, I, I just look forward to it every year, twice a year. So. Oh, it does sound a lot of fun, and I should, oh, mention, I should mention you're also going to be in Alberta and Saskatchewan yeah. in early November as well. No better place to be than Alberta and Saskatchewan in early November. So, yeah, it'll be great. I'm really looking forward to going back out. It's just nice to get my feet wet again, John, and get back out on the road. And I really have to be careful with uh, uh, the amount of work I do in, in a row. So uh, I'm just trying to book things in a, a more reasonable manner than I used to. Well, I did notice because I was going to call it a tour and then I realized that these are, dates are very strategically set. Now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you did have to you did have to take some time off 
uh, I think in 2017 and then into 2018 mm -hmm. to, to rest your voice. Uh, yes. Are things going pretty well there now? Yeah, they're getting better for sure. And, um, you know, I'm just, uh, as you can imagine, the one thing I'm concerned about is uh, maybe damaging it further. So um, I, I don't want to get leaping back into things. I lost it because I overworked myself and you know, didn't realize I was doing that because I was having a great time. <laughs> but uh, I wore my voice out. So uh, I had to take the time off to, to recover. I think I've done that. So I'll just very gingerly get back into things uh, and not go back at them at the pace I used to, which is uh, what led to this. Well, it's interesting you should say that because, you know, the, the wonderful story about your musical career is the fact that you actually didn't start performing, I think, until what, you were 45, I think, when you, you actually started to perform for audiences? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, it's true, and um, that's, that's absolutely true. Uh, I think I made up for it, though, really. I mean, we threw <laughs> it awfully hard for uh, quite a number of years, and uh, it just took its toll in the end. But, yeah, fortunately for me, it, it held on as long as it did, having no uh, kind of you know, I work up to things, just kind of dove in and went for it. And imagine with the, you know, the all the songwriting you do, I mean, it, it must be very hard for you to create albums. I mean, let's talk about the, the Broken Heart of Everything, which was, again, nominated for a Juno, uh, oh, but then having to, to tell people that, unfortunately, you're going to have to take a break from the road. And I think you had you had some overseas tours that you had to cancel, didn't you? Oh, I did. It was just brutal, to tell you the truth, John. I did uh, I had the tour for the record, so that was like 50 dates, Canada, and, and then another probably 20 in the States, and then a uh, tour of Britain with it, tour of New Zealand, uh, of Australia as well. So it was crushing to cancel all that stuff. Crushing, but I had no choice. So, um, I, you know, I'm really glad I got the album out before things went completely south, and uh you know, I'm very sorry I never got to tour it properly, but I'll get to play some of the stuff anyway coming up, and uh, and I'll make up for things a bit. It was really nice to get it nominated. I thought that was kind of wonderful for uh, not being able to tour it and all. Well, the interesting thing is when you weren't able to get out and sing, you also went out on the road as well, though, didn't you? Because you are oh. also a visual artist as well as a singer-songwriter. Uh, and, you know, your art... Um, if, People go to the True North Gallery. You can check out some great art from oh, yeah. uh, David Francie. Just head to truenorth.gallery on the True North website. Um, oh, thank you. That must have been great fun to actually get out and, <laughs> and be able to, to talk yeah. about the other side of your creative endeavors. Yeah, well, a lot of people from the music side of my life, you know, chipped in on this and, you know, um, and hosted the art show, you know. So I was dealing with a lot of people that uh, I dealt with you know, through music and become friends with over the years. So it was a really good time for me to go out and uh, not have any kind of pressure other than the art being up on the walls. Uh, you know, get to visit everybody and then have a, have a visit with people and sell some art. It was really, really fun and it was successful. And it was a great time and it really broke up the, you know, I was a bit uh, in the dumps at that point because uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And that came along just at the right time. So I was uh, very fortunate indeed. I was through Tony Gerard, and he's the man who came up with that, that plan. And I think your wife is also, she's a watercolor artist, isn't oh, she? Oh, she's a wonderful artist, yeah. I love, I love my wife's art completely. I think she's brilliant, and uh, she is a watercolorist. And uh, she's not doing much these days because she's, she's got chickens, so they're kind of eating up all the time <laughs> these days. But, yeah, she's a tremendous artist. I just wonder, you know, the, you're well known as, you know, not just a, uh, a singer and a, a songwriter, but I mean, you're as a lyricist, and I, I've always wondered whether you've, uh, you know, focused on bringing your art out through spoken word as well as actually through singing. 
Uh, you must have done a bit of that over the years, haven't you? Oh, well, I suppose so. I mean, you know, I do write, you know, apart from songs and everything, I do, do a little bit of writing. But um, I, um, I have this thing about that, that whole theory. Uh, I think that the same well that you draw from to write po- uh, poetry or, or lyric, song lyric or songs themselves, is exactly the same well you draw from to, to, to create paintings. Because the, the feeling of creation is pretty much the same, and uh, it's still a solitary pursuit. And then uh, when you are done, you know, there it is, and uh, you know it's done when it's done kind of thing. It's the same kind of sense of completion, and, you know, uh, the fact that you can put this one to bed is the same feeling you get when you, complete, when you complete a song. It's the same feeling that you get when you complete a painting. So I think maybe they're drawing from the same well. It seems like it to me. And so the, with the, the enforced time off you had to take, I mean, were you focusing mm-hmm. on, you know, on things like, the, you know, your, your visual art crafts, that sort of thing? Um, I did, yeah, a lot. I, really what I did was I went to the barn, I carved myself a little room out in the barn, and uh, I painted and painted and painted for months. And uh, I just, I was really worried about everything. I had no voice. And I thought, what am I going to do? And I thought I was going to lose my mind. So I thought the the one thing to do is create, of course. And uh, I really wasn't into the mood for writing songs, as you can well imagine. And so I just turned to the art again. And I've been doing art for forever, you know, as long as I've been writing songs, I've been painting. So, um, you know, it was it was just a nice solace to turn to. And uh, it, it turned out to be the best thing I could have done because I, I created a lot of work. And uh I felt good about all of it, and uh, it was well-received, and it ended up being a great thing to do, thanks to Tony, who just called out of the blue and said, what are you doing? Are you doing any art? And I was sitting in a barn with a with a barn full of art. And uh, I said, as a matter of fact, Tony, I have been painting. And that's how the whole art tour came about. So you're heading out on tour. You're going to be in Newmarket on September the 21st, Waterloo, yes. October the 5th. You're at Hughes' room in Toronto on the 6th. Uh, that yeah. must be a very special show for you. Oh, it sure is, John. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a, you know, I, I, I spent a lot of great time in Toronto as a younger person, and uh, I've nothing but tremendous memories. And ever since the first show we've done at Hughes, it's been packed to the walls, and uh, it's just a joyous room for me. And I love the staff and the place. And uh, as I said over the years, it's been like tremendous to me. So uh, I, I hope to you know have a great night there when we do end up there. Now, with the the time off you've had, The Broken Heart of Everything came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been writing new songs since then? Yeah, yeah. you know, you tend to do that, right? I mean, it's, no matter what you've just done, there's always another one coming. So, uh, yeah, I'm sitting on quite a few songs, actually, right now, and um, I am um, just stockpiling them up, and, uh, you know, with the idea of doing a record uh, uh, when it's time, and which is probably next year, I would say. So how does it work when you say when it's time? I mean, you've been pretty productive, you know, 12 albums, you know, obviously, um, you know, all of the awards you've received. But uh, is it just a case of pulling your regular players together? I know you recorded The Broken Heart of Everything at Chris Cool's Cottage, I think. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I've done uh, three records there. So uh, I I just love recording there with the boys, and uh, I love the boys as well. With this new record, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I might take a look at things and and, and change it up a little bit. I really don't know yet, but uh, I'm giving it a ton of thought, that's for sure. Now, one of the new things that happened this year was that one of your songs was actually on a Grammy-winning bluegrass album. Uh, that must have been... I, I was just checking out that, you know, a lot of people have covered your songs over the years, but it must have been uh, pretty nice to, to get 
um, you know, Grammy nominations coming through mm-hmm. for your for your music. Oh, that was unbelievable, eh? And then, uh, you know, the, well, the boys, I mean, I owe everything to those boys. They picked it up. But, uh, you know, the McCurries have been great to me. Uh, Del McCurry, uh, the dad, uh, <clears throat> he recorded Milltowns, and that was a thrill beyond a thrill. And I saw them do it live down in uh, Wolfboro. We were down there for the festival. All of us were performing. And I got to meet the, the, the family and the band afterwards, and I just got along like a house on fire with them. And then I met Ronnie down in uh, Nashville, and we talked for the longest time, and realized we had tons in common. And then um, he's never kind of you know, every time I have a new record out, he, he gets it. He wants one, and he picked that one off the first record. It's called Borderline, and he made it his own. And uh, I'm, I just adore the version. I burst into tears when I first heard it because uh, it affects you that way. But uh, I just think it's a, tr- it's a brilliant version by brilliant musicians, and what an honor to have your your song recorded by a band like that, you know. Yeah, certainly the, the Traveling McCorys album yeah. was absolutely fabulous. And again, you know, taking <laughs> home Best Bluegrass album, which, and we should mention, I think Claire, Claire Lynch's North by South was oh, also was up. Great. In 2016, yeah. that was also up for a Grammy for Best Bluegrass album. And rightly so. Yeah, that's a beautiful record too. And I was, you know, Empty Train was the uh, the song I had on that. And I was I was thrilled when she picked me. I mean, the company on that record is unsurpassed. So I was uh, really really pleased to be in that in that crew. And uh, I thought Claire did an incredible job. And I was sorry she didn't win it, but uh, she surely could have. So let's talk songwriting. We started off with the wonderful Walking in Jerusalem from the broken heart of everything. I, I do a lot of songs. I mean, that's a tried song that I used to do when I first came out of singing in public. And uh, I was with a band called Blue Moon, and they let me sing like uh, three songs in their set. Wonderful bunch of people, and there's Cliff. And um, they, uh, we used to sing that one as a finale, and I thought it was a lovely finale for the record. But I mean, I just I write so constantly, and then and, and anywhere I am, I start to write. I'm I'm fine, you know. I mean, it could be on a plane, or it could be in a car, or it could be sitting here on the couch. So uh, it's often in the barn. I'm out in the barn a lot. So uh, you know, I uh, I tend to uh, sing the song. I'll get a little scratch of a song, and I'll start singing it in my head. I'll add to it as the day goes by. Uh, I'll keep the tune. I'll just keep singing it over and over and over. And then I'll get a piece of paper, write it down, and then work on it from there. And that's how I usually you know work things. So over a period of time, you know. What about the the actual musical transmission? I mean, do you take it to the band and then? Sing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a very limited uh, musician. I, I can make up a melody and I can sing a melody and I can write a lyric, but I'm absolutely woeful on an instrument. Woeful, and uh, it's not something I'm happy about. It's just a fact of life at the moment, and probably always will be. So uh, that's why you know I'm so so uh, grateful and. You know, absolutely uh, the luckiest man on earth, and you know, all like Darren McMullen and and Chris Cool, and especially Mark Westberg, because uh, they're just brilliant at what they do. So what we do is we sit around and we'll I'll say, here boys, here's the song, and I'll sing it for them. Sometimes I'll play it, you know, in the chords I, you know, three chords I do know, but I'll sing it for them at any rate, and then somebody will pick up something, and then they all just pitch in, and then all of a sudden we created the the arrangement, and then uh, we'll fix that up, and then we'll just record it live off the floor right there and then. That's how we do it at the cottage. So. Here's the song, here's the arrangement, let's record it. That's how we did it. Well, we're going to dip back into the album with, with a song that you suggested we should play, and that's The Flower of Colonsay. Tell us a little bit about this song. 
Oh sure, I, I love this song because it's um, it's about a friend of mine and a couple of friends of mine really. And it was a, a romance that didn't work, but it started on the inner the inner Hebrides in the island of Colonsay. We went for a festival there. It was one of the best festivals I've ever been to in my life. We had a tremendously good time. The fellow I was with fell in love with the most beautiful girl from that island, and then they tried to keep a romance going through all around the world, and it just didn't work. And uh, I thought it was a tremendous story, and it moved me to tears because I knew the people involved. And so I wrote the song up. And when I met Jen McNeil, is the girl's name, and when I met her on the ferry going over to the island, I was so taken with her, and I said to her that I was going to write a song about her. I was going to be calling it the Flora Collinsy. She didn't believe me, but I did. You know, I, I love it when you tell stories like that. That's just oh, so wonderful. Sorry. No, oh, that's oh, oh, that, good, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely your good. I, I think it's just a you you have a priceless way of, of telling stories. It's like oh, oh yeah. You're just like, oh wow, well, that must have been so thrilling to to have <laughs> someone come up to you and say you're gonna write a song like that. Oh, jeez, yeah. Oh yeah, she was a great gal. Is a great gal and uh, you know, it was uh, just one of those things, John, you you sort of looking at it all unfold and it's it's a story just being unfolded and, uh, you know, well worth writing about. Let's listen to that just now. This is David Francie with The Flower of Colonsay from his wonderful 2018 album, The Broken Heart of Everything. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. She stands there looking out to sea and turns around and looks at me. And I was in love as I could be With a flower of Colonsay I lost my heart when I saw her there Her beauty caught me unawares And her laughter, bells in the evening air Was ringing out to me And the fiddle notes fly pure and high Into sparkling air, into empty sky And I can't help but wonder What's holding you to me? I'm so in love, I'm so in love With a flower of cold and sea I'm so in love, I'm so in love With a flower of cold and sea And the flowers here are hidden things Sheltered from the cabin winds their beauty Sometimes hard to find But beauty's all I see Now the ferry waits for the coming night And the final demand of the light And I sail off like I had no time To sand and rock and sea And the telephone and all the rest and the time apart And the wilderness, man, I feel that weight inside my chest Hard, heavy as can be and I'm so in love, I'm so in love I'm in love as I can be With a fairest flower, the fairest flower The flower of Colonsay The flower of Colonsay I did all I could to make it last And when it finally came to pass The time apart, the distance vast Finally done for me Oh, but I'm so in love I'm so in love I'm in love as I can be 
Where the fear has flower, the fear has flower, the flower of Colonsee, the flower of Colonsee. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with John Hall. That's David Francie with The Flower of Colonsey from his 2018 album, The Broken Heart of Everything. David Francie's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. He's heading out on the road. He's got dates in Ontario. He's also going to be in Alberta and Saskatchewan uh, this fall. And then he's doing this wonderful bus tour to... Uh, Island, which apparently he told us earlier in the interview, he is our special guest today, that he does twice a year. Those trips must be so much fun because the people that go on them, David, I imagine are people who obviously really love your music, but, you know, just have a uh, a real, you know, feel for getting out and enjoying other, you know, other countries, other cultures, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, John, exactly that. And the thing is, it ranges from people who never left their town and to people who have, you know, traveled the world. But the one thing in common is this love of music and this love of Ireland. And, uh, you know, just wanted to discover the place, and uh, I was the same way, you know. And uh, I loved Irish music since the first I ever heard Planksteen in 73, and my, my mind just a bit exploded when I heard that record. And I never looked back from there. So I've loved it all ever since then. I love it now to this day. And I've met tons of various musicians that I can't wait to introduce people to. You know, they're just, they're so, they're so great. And they're, they really are. And, uh, you know, the country's kind of unbeatable to look at. And, uh, it's just been a great time. And, and you're right. The people that come on it are fascinating folks. And, uh, I've made some, you know, lifelong friends off the tour. There's no doubt about that. Uh, like more than one. So, uh, it's a wonderful thing for me. I should mention there's also an Alaskan cruise with David Francie, I think, in 2020. Is that right? There is, and I, I can't really fill you in on that one because <laughs> I don't know much about it. I just signed on to the crew and just thought, that sounds good, and uh, I'll, I'll, maybe closer to the time I'll be able to tell you a little bit more about it, John. Yeah, no, it, it sounds great. So you, you're going to be on tour. We mentioned earlier you have dates in Ontario. You're playing in Newmarket, Waterloo, yeah. and at Hughes Room in Toronto. Uh, you've also got the the festival, the Deep Roots Festival in Wolfville, Nova Scotia, yeah. and then the Albertan and Saskatchewan dates. Tell us a little bit about the shows. Who's playing with you this time? Oh, it's um, it's been a, a bit of a, a mixed uh, bag, you know, because um, oh, everybody I know is off still still working in music or something. So, but I'm very fortunate in uh, down east. I've got uh, um, Mark Westberg again. So, uh, you know, Mark is just. He and I have toured, you know, years and years together, and you know he's often in, uh, in um, I live in now, so you know off the road, and I'm very fortunate to have him there. Um, he's a partner with uh, Catherine McClellan, so Catherine's going to be at the festival as well. So I get to have Mark as my accompanist there, and uh, I've got a great friend down there named Tara Spencer, a tremendous writer, and uh, hopefully maybe get a couple of songs out of her. That'd be great. And then uh, up in Newmarket, I'm hoping uh, it's going to be Rich Burnett, and uh, I'm, I'm trying very hard to get the third person, so uh, I'm pretty sure I'll have it together by then. Oh, I'm sure. It's always great to, to see you. I mean, the, the people that play with you at all the times I've seen you play are always uh, top-notch performers. You know, as a, as a show, if I asked you for the 30 seconds, can't imagine there'll be too many people listening to this radio show that don't know who David Francie is, mm. but... Tell us a little bit of 30 seconds uh, what people can expect when they come to a David Francie show. 
Well, um, I'll, we'll, I'll always mix up the songs. I don't, uh, I don't usually do uh, like all the songs off a new record or anything like that. I never really have, except for the odd occasion. So I mix the songs from uh, old and new, and um, I, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've been playing, so I'm, I'm very happy to play them again and approaching them with a ton of joy. And uh, usually, there's a you know introduction to each song that sometimes is longer than the song itself because my songs tend to be a bit three minutes or, or under. But uh, sometimes the introduction can go a wee bit longer than that. But at least it's 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 often a little bit humorous and uh, and uh, it's always fun to meet everybody at the shows. I I, I love hanging around after the show and uh, and meeting folk and collecting the stories because uh, that's where the songs come from as well. Oh, absolutely, and uh, certainly you know, bearing in mind cruises and bus tours mm. uh, in your life, um, it's certainly yeah, it's it's great that you you enjoy sharing your musical gift with so many people that's just an absolutely fabulous thing i should mention if people want to keep up to date with the dates for david francie uh go to his website davidfrancie.com you can actually sign up for his mailing list and i think your wife Hi. beth actually looks after that side of things <laughs> yeah. doesn't she boy she's gonna like you john <laughs> I if you mention that mailing list i'm always supposed to mention it it shows and i always forget so uh Thank you very much. Yes, she does a great job in the newsletter. It doesn't bother you too much, and it comes, you know, it's sporadically a year. It's always entertaining, never too long, and it'll keep you updated on what we're doing. Well, absolutely, and then you get to hear about the chickens and family, and, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. and it and shows too, so yeah, no, it's yeah. a great thing. And sometimes a bit of music, you know, thrown in there with the chickens, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's it's best uh, domain, so uh, it, she has free reign, so to speak. It's always a, a great pleasure to talk to you. Now, we're going to finish with an Another song from the broken heart of everything. This is one of my favorite songs, uh, Lonely Road, which is just an absolutely beautiful oh, song. Tell us a little bit about you. this one. Yeah, this is, uh, as I said before, John, uh, you know, I blew my voice out because I spent too much time on the road doing too many shows. And so consequently, uh, I spent an awful lot of time uh, finishing tours and then driving home to Bath, uh, usually pretty long distances at times. So, um, you know, coming along Highway 7, I drove it, I drove it so many times and, uh, I wrote the song on Highway 7, uh, just driving along and, and looking at that road unfold and knowing that, uh, you know, on a, just down a gravel road, I, I was gonna see exactly what I wanted at the end of that, that lonely road and, uh, and uh, I just thought of Beth and, and wrote the song and, and she really loved it and, you know, I, I was away all the time at that point. So, uh, you know, I was, I was really messing her a lot, but since I've been home for the last, uh, you know, two years or so, I think well, you'll be hearing too many of those coming out of me. So, uh, <laughs> let's enjoy that one while you have it. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's great. Well, it is a beautiful song and it's Thank lovely. Thank you. I it's, really love it. And the yeah. uh, I was really pleased because, uh, the McDades did it and, uh, uh, they, they recorded that song and I just love that band. And so, uh, I'm, I'm awfully thrown by that too. This is David Francie with Lonely Road from the Broken Heart of Everything. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And David, have fun with the tour dates coming up and the Irish bus tour. i got to say, got to plug the Irish bus tour. If you want to go cruising with David Francie in Alaska, go to davidfrancie.com. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thanks, John. It's been great to crew with you today. I really enjoyed it, as always. And uh, thanks for everything you do. It's uh, it's so invaluable to all of us. And uh, I, I know you don't get the do you should, but thanks a lot for everything.
Sun comes up and the sun goes down Sky and prairie and another town The broken lines are stuttered cold No sign ahead, just a lonely road Headlights in the skewed rear view A thousand miles or more from you Where the eighteen-wheelers haul their loads No sign ahead, just a lonely road Streets off heaven are paved with gold And the road to hell has paved with souls Someone loves me, this I know Somewhere down the lonely road Tonight the headlights shine, reminders of what's left behind The wipers sweep, the taillights glow, no sign ahead, just a lonely road Me, I just have home in mind, what's hard ahead gets left behind North of seven, it's rock and snow and a gravel ride on a lonely road of heaven are paved with gold and the road to hell as paved with souls and someone loves me that's I know somewhere down the lonely road streets of heaven are paved with gold and the road to hell as paved with souls someone loves me that's I know somewhere down the lonely road somewhere down the lonely road somewhere down the lonely road This is Dale Butler. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Take me back. 
right past Arms reached out for your autograph And as you flashed your backstage pass I caught your eye in a camera's flash When the band came out they stood behind you Symbols crashed and the lights went blue You stood alone in the halo's haze Shiny guitar hung on golden May And you, you were the lonely one Oh, you were the lonely one Pan I ride in your defense I understand I am just a fan I'm just a fan When I get home I turn off the alarm I check the phone No messages on I play the ones From yesterday I play your song Just to hear you say it That's Emily Muir with her wonderful version of Wilco's The Lonely One. And that's from her six-track cover EP, Sad Songs and Waltzes, where she reinvents music from her youth. It's a great album. I think that's the third song we've played from the EP on this show. It's definitely worth checking out. Before that, singer-songwriter Rob Lutz with vibraphone player Michael Emino as Montreal vibrafolk duo Sussex with the title track from their new album, The Ocean Wide. And that's it for another episode of Folk Roots Radio. Remember, you can check out all our archives, interviews, and episodes on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with Jessica Ray and the Ramshackle Parade, with Jessica's version of Bob Dylan's Ring Them Bells. And that's from her new album, 
Just Like a Woman, Songs of Bob Dylan. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time.
Time is wrong. 